everyone. Welcome back to Gals on Topic, your favorite book club, and then some. I'm Sadie. I'm Izzy. I'm Michaela. And today's episode's topic is A Court of Mist and Fury, chapters 44 through 46. I really almost forgot what I was saying there. I was stuttering. Um, but we're so happy to have you here today, Michaela. Thank you. Yes, Michaela is really, this podcast wouldn't be happening without her because, <laughs> because it was last summer that she introduced me to Akatar and then everyone's lives changed. <laughs> this might be our biggest get yet. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It I really was is. doing Izzy's Lashes and I was like, Izzy, you need to read these books. I'm obsessed. Literally, it took a couple of appointments of me being like... <laughs> like going crazy like these are the best books I've ever read in my life and yes I remember is because I had come back from my trip and I had been like don't judge me but I read all four Twilight books (laughs) and then first you told me to read what's it called the Edward POV one that I hadn't read yet yes and then you were like if you if you were that kind of girl you would love A Court of Thorns and Roses and then you told me the premise and I was like okay I trust you so I bought them all but then I was like fairies but then I read them and I was like oh my god <laughs> I know whenever I'm explaining them to people and I'm like um it's not fairies people are like give me the side eye but just trust me they're really good okay yeah. that's what I always say yeah were you like mid mid reading when you first introduced her yes how far in I was definitely in A Court of Thorns and Roses, like Mm -hmm. probably halfway through the first book when I was literally living and breathing in Prithian. (laughs) Um, And that's when I started to tell everyone about it. So Um, how did you discover it? Because I don't know when I don't know when the hype really started. I definitely saw it on TikTok. I was going through years of like could not get into a book, had read like self-help books and like literally was just needing something more you know for my womanhood and I read this terrible like it looked like a beach read the Spanish love deception have you guys seen it no it's so bad (laughs) it almost made me give up on books and then I saw A Court of Thorns and Roses I had heard of it oh actually Katie Hearn who owns Alani New Energy oh yeah 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 I had heard yes yeah I love her I love them um, I followed them on Instagram. I had heard about the books and she was like, these are the best books I've ever read. And I respect her. So I was like, okay, honestly, maybe I should look into these more. So yeah, that's how it happened. I love how you like, it has to be someone you respect <laughs> to get into it because I was the same way. Like Izzy was so passionate about them and would talk about them all the time. And, but, and obviously I respect, well, kind of respect <laughs> Izzy, Not but, uh, but yeah, I was skeptical too. Like, I also, like, never really read, besides Harry Potter, like, never really got into fantasy like that. But I guess I was always super into, like, dystopian societies, and that's kind of a bridge, I feel like. Oh, yeah, totally. A little make-believe. Yeah, I feel like I hadn't um, gotten into, I only read, like, one-off books since I was honestly, like, in middle school. Like, I hadn't done a series Mm. since probably, like, Hunger Games came out. And that was a whole other like love. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought of this and maybe I should have prepped you guys for this question, but who actress wise could be Feyre? 
That's such a good question. I don't know if I have one. Um, I see TikToks of people who are like dream casting mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. I haven't seen one for Farah that I'm like, yes, it's a character that I've known of that I'm like, oh yeah. Like every character that I'm like, I could see that like just feature wise are characters or like actresses that I've never seen before. So you know? I yeah, have, and sorry, I think uh, like just going off TikToks really quick is every time I see someone who I'm like, oh yeah, they could be resand or like they look really a lot of like what I picture Farah as a lot of time it's like models and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I need this to be a high level top tier actor or actress who can really do the job justice. Yeah. I was going to say there's one person who I have in mind, but she's not an actress. She's a mm. model. Do you know Barbara Pavlin? Yes. Pavlin? No, I don't. Let me pull it, the picture. Uh, she just he's, married he's Zach Dylan the, Sprouse. Yeah, Zach from <gasps> The Sweet yes, Life. that's such a good one. Yeah. That is good. She might be actress worthy. I can see I that. mean, she could have her big break. <laughs> but she's got to be good. Like, yeah. really good. Do you know who I am dying to be resand? literally dying Who? henry cavill because he was pulled oh. off the witcher he's not the witcher anymore That's so i'm so like true please wait, tell wait, me wait, he's gonna be an actor love henry cavill let me i'm not good with names oh that's okay he was also he's superman. done a lot of stuff but he's <gasps> oh oh superman right yes yeah. yes and personality wise i really like him mm-hmm. so i could totally get on board i hope wow yeah that would be good too i heard a i feel like i've heard a rumor I've heard a lot of rumors. One was like Jacob Elordi, Ugh. which no. I will be upset. Wait, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I really I gotta, am having I gotta trust. I got to do a quick Google. Hold on. That's Nate from Euphoria. Yeah. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. People love him. I hate him. I yeah. think he plays the I role of Nate too well. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I, can't, ruined him for I me. can't. I can't separate the actor from the art. Yeah. I can't. He's too good. He's, yeah. I, I that role. And then there was one other person that I've seen on TikTok that's like, this is who's resand. I forget who it was because I was like, I won't. I just disassociate. Like, how you say, like, I just forget things I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know if he's in the running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. The other thing I've seen, and I feel bad if this is like people's thing, but I've also like been reading comments on when people are talking about the show on TikTok. And a lot of people are like, it really should be animated. And I'm like, no, I don't know. No, no. You know, like adult animation. I'm not into it. I can stand a really good animated show. Okay. But this is not that. <laughs> a guitar needs to be I don't, real I don't, life. I don't want sexy scenes of cartoons. True. I've never seen an anime with sexy scenes, so I'm going to need real people yeah. for that. I only yeah. think of animation for... Like, cur- like funny shows, not for like. Well, anime is like more adult, right? Yeah, a lot I've of never, times. Never but I've never, ventured, I'm not into it. I've never ventured in. I'm not into it. I have so. just dipped it, my boyfriend's into it. Not like just like the normal ones. So yeah. And now <laughs> I'm not. I don't know what that <laughs> you know how means. How it goes. I'm not. I don't know what that means. I'm not judging because I've literally never watched it. But I just I need this to be live action. Um, Game of Thrones level production. Yes. Also because I feel like, specifically my boyfriend, like I'm trying to describe, it's not just a book about, it's not smut. Because he just thinks it's smut. Right. And I'm like, okay, literally no. Mm-hmm. But I feel yeah. like if I'm like, no, it's more like Games of, Game of Thrones. Like if it looks like that, 
many people will be yeah, in trans. Right. And you know what? I hate that narrative because Sadie and I just read this awful beach read, Terms and Conditions, <laughs> which everyone knows about. And the only point of that book is the, like the smut of it all. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. That can be branded as smut. But there's an actual plot here. Yes. Yeah, and a good no, plot. The best plot, plot I've ever read. So, so to have it like diminished to that, <laughs> I think is disrespectful. I, I think agree. it's disrespectful to Sarah and all of the fans. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously, like, I've heard uh, that it gets steamier as you go on, but actually, like, yesterday, I think, my coworker asked me, because he listens, he was like, on a scale of, like, 1 to 10, like, how steamy is this? Because when I tell people, because he's not reading it, he just listens, and he's like, and we really focus on the plot, obviously, it's mostly plot in books 1 and 2, and he was like, how how bad is it really? And I was like, I mean, when there is the steamy scenes, it's detailed, but it's not like, like, it's like a four so far. So far. <laughs> yeah. But I will so say, far, but I that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I will, like it's not all. No. I will that's say, not the point of the book. I will yeah. say I'm okay with fifth book being branded as smart. <laughs> I, am, I support that. I was thinking one day, I was like, I wonder how many books they'll do the review of. Certainly not the fifth one we've I've um I mean obviously I can't like discuss the plan of action with Sadie because she hasn't read it so I I don't know what to do about the fifth one I don't I don't know how I could possibly recap it's gonna have to be like bigger chunks of chapters yeah and we we just kind of skip over the yeah and just focus on the plot yeah because Michaela last episode um we recapped the, I can't wait to listen. I cannot wait we to recap, listen. Um, the Hewn City where she's like, I was on, like, what? They haven't had sex yet. What are you talking no, about? No, where she was on his lap. And that was, I was sitting with my notes. I was like, how do I say that politely? I'm like a little, I'm concerned at how high pitched all of our voices were. Because like, we were all just so giggly and like blushing. And we were just like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I can't funny. wait to listen. Because I feel like when there have been little steamy parts, is you're so like prim and nice, like, and then they had a moment. Okay, next like, chapter. They fucked. <laughs> I'm like, actually, can you cut that out? I'm like too vulgar. Okay. Um, okay, wait. Before we get started, though, we did take the quiz with Michaela before oh, we. Oh, this is so exciting. Before before we start recording, and she's Autumn Court. Yay. Which is really exciting because she's our first, honestly, of all the people who have taken the quiz, which has been a lot, like not even just guests, like I feel like other of our friends have taken it. We've had zero autumn courts. I love that. Just bringing a new vibe. New energy. And it just shows that that quiz really like works. It really works because I thought based off all the answers that Michaela was choosing, like superpower, she put telepathy, right? And then you chose like psychology and then you chose like the the darker like aesthetic I was like easy night court autumn court they autumn knew court. They, they knew, knew no matter what you chose they knew autumn really court. the quiz is just they're not even looking at the answers they're just reading your aura as you're as you're taking yeah. it literally yeah. has to and like when it was the description and it said something about like always on the go always getting a workout in I'm like that is literally my whole entire life I go to work I work out I go home I make food I go to bed I wake up and do it all over again so and I feel like because I have known Michaela for a while now because she's literally the only person that I would trust with my lashes or my brows and um, I feel like you're always branching out into new like things that you do and that's exactly like, what new it skills said. that's yeah. exactly what it said yeah I agree with that thank you yeah. that's such a compliment yeah. thank you <laughs> 
what's um, the what's the current hobby? Uh, let me think. Or the l- latest thing that you tried. Hmm. Let me think. That's a tough one. Oh, oh my gosh. Actually, I I <laughs> like two seconds. <laughs> this okay. I just I've been prioritizing going on walks because I just learned. Have you guys heard of EMDR therapy? No. no. Okay. It's like a therapy modality. It's called eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. So therapists will do this when you're like in a session. Basically how it works is you're like following a pointer left to right with your eyes only. And you're talking about like trauma or something really stressful or whatever, what have you. How it works is it turns off your amygdala, which is your fear center in your brain. So you're able to process memories, trauma, whatever, without your fear system being engaged. Because when your fear system is engaged, like the primal part of your brain turns on and then the logical part turns off. So you can't like logically think through things. It's hard Mm. to communicate through things, whatever. So not only are you teaching your brain how to process through like big emotions, whatever, you're also processing old memories, trauma, blah, blah, blah. So I learned that the person who made or like found EMDR was this woman who was a therapist, was not a doctor, and she used to always just go on walks. This is like a – I've been listening to Huberman Lab podcast, if you can't tell. I already. love this. I'm so, no, I'm uh, so our interested. Our guests are just bringing it. Our Thank guests you. are brilliant. They are so smart. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so anyways, this girl therapist used to always go on really long walks, and she was like, okay, why do I feel so much better after walks? Like, what is it about the walk? She realized the pattern of human – like eye movement while you're walking is you're constantly like scanning your environment for threats for things you're gonna have to walk over like blah 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 how to balance yourself and so for some reason she was like let me try this in my therapy sessions with my clients while they're talking about these big things and have them look left to right and she did and it like was profound there has now been like so many research articles on like why EMDR is so profound in helping rewrite neural pathways. It helps with anxiety and depression, blah, blah, blah. So I've been prioritizing going on walks. And like, if I think of something that makes me really anxious during the day, I'm like, you know what? Let me save it for the walk. I think about it during the walk. And one big thing lately, my boyfriend and I are going to move in together. And I was like, I know, I know, I know. know." (laughs) More tea on that later. Um, but I was like, oh, I need, I need to call my mom and, like, make sure it's okay. Like, I don't know how she's going to take it, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, let me save it for the walk. So I went on a walk, started to think about it. I'm like, oh, I'm so anxious. So I called her. It went fine. But I was so calm when I called her when normally I'd be like, mom, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, that's the new thing, going wow. on walks, intentionally working through memories and stressors of my day during my walks. So Honestly, yeah. it's so respectful that you can, like, acknowledge even when it's time to save it for the walk like this isn't serving me right now I'll save it for the walk I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just try to shove it away like everyone else does I will acknowledge it but just on the walk it definitely takes practice thank you that's wow my mind is blown me too that was so informative yeah thank you so much (laughs) I'm gonna try that me too I feel like all I am is stressed all the time (laughs) Sadie I live like three seconds away I always walk over here in my (laughs) next in my next meeting I'm gonna be like actually guys can we save this for the walk I'll go on a walk together and work through this issue together. Seriously. Okay. Wow. That was amazing. Everyone try that. I'm so glad I asked. (laughs) Um, Also, wow, you're moving in with your boyfriend. Yeah. I'm so happy for you because I feel like I was really along the journey. (laughs) I was just thinking about that. 
long story short with my boyfriend we are friends for a little bit he is like a he's so cute he is so respectful you know I've been burned in the past I had low expectations for men very cynical whatever and I met him we were friends like I said but we kind of started to like hang out more and I was like in denial of having feelings and I was like is he like what do you think I should do I was like this man sounds great (laughs) (laughs) I know and I was like but he's so cute like surely he's just not a great guy and I showed her a picture and I was like is he too cute and she was like uh, no. He's really cute. Like, you should go for it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're living in together. Here we are. Wow. I love this. Thank I you. love so this. Excited. I'm so excited Thanks. for you. I'm really, it's, he's the best. And he works from home, too. And so he's like, if I'm like, hey, can you do the dishes today? Or like, can you make the bed? He literally has it done. And I get home and I'm like, wow. What? I love that. It's Acts really of service nice. is definitely my love language that I like to receive. That I'd like to receive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I give them? No, just kidding. I, you definitely do. I don't you think I give acts do. of service. You do. Actually, Connor and I were talking about this about you, is that you're, like, so good at gifts. gifts. And we were, like, the best thing about... I, and, he, and he said it perfectly. He said this. He said, she just always thinks of them. Like, not even that, like, one, the gifts are so thoughtful. You're good at giving a gift. You're so good at recognizing when, like, a gift is a great gesture. That's you nice. know what I mean? That's like, nice. it's so hard. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I really should have brought them something. Like, it doesn't even cross my mind. When it, it when I do think to give a gift, I think I give pretty good gifts. But, like, you just are always three million steps ahead. Wow. <laughs> I definitely show via gifts. Yeah. 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 Love it. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the chapters. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but this was a great little intro. We learned so much. Okay. So just to ground us all, because Sadie and I haven't recorded in like 10 days. Okay. Um, we left off with Feyre and Reese in a big fight because there was that whole thing. They came back from the Hewn City. He was all shaken up, and then she got mad at him for trying to protect her, blah, blah, blah. She said some really mean stuff, and now he's ignoring her, and she feels bad. Um but she, he's not around to apologize. So she's just kind of sitting on it. And she's getting ready for Starfall. And Sadie was stressed because she doesn't like it when they fight. <laughs> well, I was stressed because you left me off in unresolved conflict. Yeah. Which I don't like. Don't mind conflict, but need it to be resolved as soon as possible. And she warned me that she would be leaving me on a worse cliffhanger, which I have now <laughs> confirmed yeah. is much, much worse. <laughs> back to the unresolved conflict <laughs> yeah damn yeah um Michaela what was your take on the fight that they had because I really was really mad at Feyre when I was first reading this because I did not understand at all why she was getting mad at Reese and then I on this, on this reread I was like I guess I kind of see that she was like trauma from Tamlin trying to protect her but still I felt like she was just she was so projecting. yeah I um yeah, I was pretty annoyed because I also was like, literally, Farah, think of the one thing that everyone has called Reese for 50 years and think about what it means to him for someone to call you that. And he was apprehensive about bringing you to the Hewn City in the first place and you convinced him that you could take it. Like, not to just That's absolutely... like about the him being called that mm-hmm. and being sensitive to the word. Yeah, I mean... Although I understand because her trauma is valid, but I need to look because there is a moment at first she wasn't upset and then there was one moment where everything flipped for her. Yeah. And 
he and said that he, moment, he, I'm like, he said it was like his instincts or something. Yeah, he said the yeah. wrong word. He said instinct, and he she said, was like, "Yeah, well, Tamlin had instincts too." He said too. Tammy Tam like words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It but, was almost like they were like trying to trigger each other. You know. Yeah, it was just so frustrating because we've had this build up for so many pages now of them not even kissing. And then they finally have a steamy moment, and you're like, oh my god, okay, finally something's going to happen. And then instead they fight, and then he is basically ghosting her, and you're like, oh, we were so close. I mean, it's, <laughs> but I will say, I said that in the, in the last episode, I said that Feyre was clearly just projecting, was more so yelling, the words she was yelling at him, she was yelling at herself, which she confirms. Yeah. She True. Yeah. Good insight, because she does confirm that. Yeah. 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 So that's where I left off, chapter 43, and these chunk of chapters, 44 through 46, are, again, some of my favorites. They're so, so good. <laughs> so good. Can I just say, my, one of my first notes um, for chapter 44 is, all caps, this chapter is everything. <laughs> it's, it's so good. good. It's, it's the, um, what, is the, what is the spring court equivalent? Uh, Summer solstice. solstice. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was that chapter for this book. Yes. True. Yes. Um, but so much better. Um, <laughs> so, again, we left off with Feyre and Reese in a fight. It's the eve of Starfall, and Feyre's getting ready for the big holiday. And she's looking in the mirror, and she is reflecting on, like, her appearance, how drastically it's changed, because she's finally been sleeping through the night. And keeping down all her food and, like, it hasn't been that long, but be in her fey body or whatever, it, like, has healed her much quickly. So she is no longer, you know, underweight. She looks healthy. She's looking good again, um, which is obviously a testament to how happy she's been the last few months. And she's wearing a dress of, like, tiny blue gems that she says looks like liquid starlight. I can't wait to see this dress in the show. It's gonna be so pretty. I swear I'm like, I like hide it to most people, but you guys understand. I have seen every TikTok about everything (laughs) Avatar, I swear. I've seen TikToks of people like like sketching a dress, like fan art. I'm like, I just can't wait to see the dress. It's gonna be so stunning. I'm picturing like a sexier, even more glitzy um, Elsa dress. True. You know what I mean? It's very, like the way it's described, it's very like crystalline, icy kind of. It's gonna be so pretty. So she goes up to the rooftop to see if Reese is there. She still wants to apologize, but he's not there. Cassian's there. And Cassian carries Feyre to the House of Wind, which is where everyone's gathering to celebrate Starfall. So there's crowds of people. They're gathered on the balconies and on the patios leading up to the house, getting ready for the celebration. Still no sign of Reese-and. But she sees more walking towards her, and she sees... Asriel staring up at more and Michaela up until this point we don't really know what's up with the two of them besides like the little things that Feyre notices between like more Cassian and Asriel um but we learn like a little bit more here mm-hmm. so more comes up to her and she's like hey like the like are you ready for Starfall the fun's gonna start soon um and Feyre's like what's this holiday about actually like what's going to happen because no one's given her any details um and her and more discuss the plans for the next few days 
And then Feyre asks more about the details on what exactly is the dynamic between her and Cassian and Asriel and that love triangle. Sadie, what was your previous prediction about the three of them? I don't remember. I mean, I definitely predicted... I don't think I had, like, a big prediction. I think I was just, like, Asriel and more obviously in love and clearly something happened with Cassian to where, like, they feel like it's inappropriate to be together. Like, and, I mean, that was kind of right, but... I still think it's stupid that they're not together. <laughs> I don't think the reason's good enough. Fair. Um, Michaela, how would you power rank Reese, Asriel, Cassian? Like who's most powerful? Like how would you rank them like one, two, three in your oh. in your personal preference? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to pause you right there, and this gives nothing away. Okay. Have you read the extra chapters? Yeah. That changed everything for me. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Is it extra chapters for which book? From book five. Uh, so it's like the preview for the book that hasn't come out yet. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say, like, there is going to be more. Yeah. But the chapters, don't read them until then, but the chapters go back. Like, there's one chapter for, I think, Mist and Fury. Yeah. There's one chapter, or I think there's two different chapters for Silver Flames, which is the fifth book. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, when you read them, let me know. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I would have to say it's hard being in Mist and Fury in answering yeah. that question because I've read all of them. So I would have to say Cassian number one. I just love how, um, he really can read the room. He can read yeah. people very well. And I also love that he, I love like the hot temper, honestly, <laughs> obviously not IRL, but like yeah. just in books. Um, yeah. Well, there's a way to do it respectfully. And he does. Yes, Cassian. He totally does. And not respectfully. Exactly. Tamlin. Exactly. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I would honestly say it's a really close tie between Cassie and Azrael. 2BH. So I think Azrael's number two Reese, and Reese, Reese is three. Reese is three. Yeah. Yeah. What, do you, what about you, Izzy? I think um, I, it's so hard. Um, I think Reese is still my number one, but it's, I'm so fresh in Mist and Fury, but he's, I think he's my, always my number one. And I actually think Azriel's my number two. And I think Cassie's my number three, which Michaela, I will explain to you later. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of thoughts. Um, not that I don't like him. I love Cassian. Um, but, um, yeah, I'll explain to you later. <laughs> no, and that's so fair because even saying that Reese is my third, I'm like, but I love Reese's sense of humor. I love yeah. how like slick he is. Like that's yeah. what that's my favorite thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. like at the end of this chapter. Is yeah. it this chapter or the last chapter? One, no, it's not the last chapter. Obviously, the end of this chapter, like his last line is like slick after a good intimate moment. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I and I just love that. I love how it's like emotion intense you're like build up build yeah. up and then like he just can still be humorous yeah in it it's hard because they all have such great qualities they're they all just like really a little do. bit different <laughs> it's such a subtle difference such a subtle difference yeah um okay so favor and more having the conversation more gives favor the history breakdown so what she says is 
we know that Cassian and Moore slept together a long time ago, but they're just friends now. And she says, like, nothing's going on between me and Cassian now. Like, it does drive Cassian a little bit crazy that they slept together only the one time, and then she walked away and never looked back, but... But I think that's, like, a pride thing. It's a pride thing. Like, nothing, nothing's actually going on between them. Um, and part of that was because Reese found out that they slept together and then was so mad at Cassian because it put more in danger because of that whole dynamic with her family and whatever. So um, she didn't like getting in the middle of friends because both Reese and Asriel were mad at Cassian for doing that. So she kind of stepped away. Um, so nothing's going on with them. And since then, she says she's been with a lot of other people, but she gets bored easily. And same with Cassian. So they're just friends confirmed. Yeah. But yeah, so then it's like basically her reason for not being with Azriel is because of the mess that happened last time. But like times have changed. You guys are adults now. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're in this yeah. inner circle. Of course, you know, the guys on the street aren't doing it for you. Like you're in this <laughs> clique. Like, you know what the I mean? Guys on the street. Yeah. And so I just. It wasn't a sufficient answer. Like, oh, we just can't. Why? Why? What's going to happen? No one's going to nail you to the ground this time or whatever <laughs> they did to her. And she clearly, like, has so much love in her heart for him. Because yes, when and he, him for her. Yes, and, clearly him for her. And it's been, like, 500 years. <laughs> like, imagine. We can move on. That's what I'm saying. We're adults now. But also the will. Like, they clearly have so many, like, intimate moments. Like, you never even kissed one time in 500 years. <laughs> but, yeah. Crazy. So they're having this conversation and then Reese jumps in from behind them. Um, so he's back. Feyre can relax a little bit. She's like, ah. But the first thing he says to her is, you look like a woman again. And then Moore is like, smooth. And then she leaves. <laughs> but finally, Reese and Feyre are reunited after the fight. Wait, wait, wait. Before we, because we take off with Reese and Feyre for the rest of the chapter. Before we move on, I just have to say... So I don't think the episode where I gave my rankings of characters has been out yet. But Reese or Amarin was like number three, I mm -hmm. think. Um, I really like her. But I'm having problems because I really like her. But then every time I just jump to her that she's going to betray them. Mm. And I don't like that for myself. But my thought here, when they made a point to say that Am Amarin wasn't at Starfall that she was like still back at her apartment deciphering the book. I got anxious. I'm like, what is she really up to? I was afraid that she was going to like, you know, have an attack at Starfall or I still feel like there's a possibility she's scheming. And I don't like that. I think that of her, but I do. The trust isn't there yet. But anyway, just had to put that out there. The fact that they made a point to say that she wasn't there. I was like, where is she? I, that's a really good point. And I definitely was not thinking that far ahead when I was reading it the first time. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting because she's from another world, like certified. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. We know. Yeah. And um, what Reese says about like the spirits and how um, I think Moore says it like unsettles her. I just want to know more about Amarin's like backstory, like where she came from. Like, why does it unsettle her? Like, what don't we know about like 
I don't know. Yeah. Does she know more about these spirits? Like, I don't know more about the yeah. spirits on Starfall. They're, That's It's very true. confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have a good handle on what's really happening. Yeah. 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 Seems beautiful. Anyways, yeah. we didn't even get there. But yet. no, sorry. But. That's a that's a that's a good point, Sadie. Um, that it is weird that she's not there, and they just say that, and you don't really know what she's doing all this time, and that she's not going to the camps with them. Yeah, especially the last night before they all leave. For yeah. A long time. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. Feyre and Reese are back together, and Feyre's kind of pissed because he's been ignoring her for three days, even though she has no right to be mad because she was <laughs> so mean to him. Cut deep. So she says, do you plan to ignore me some more? And he says, I'm here now, aren't I? I wouldn't want you to call me a hateful coward again. And then they're like silent for a minute, and I'm like, apologize. You've been waiting for three days to apologize. Apologize. Um, she was way more in the wrong than he was. Like, he didn't. He was, like, upset and was saying things that just sounded wrong, but she was directly mean to him, deeply about his character. But this is classic Feyre. Yeah. She's super emotional on her own, and then in person, she's fine, quit treating me like a doll or, like, a baby or whatever. I, you know, she... She's like, I'm finally ready to tell Reese that I have feelings for him after um, Hewn City, and, and then as soon as she sees him, she's like aloof and yeah I don't want you vibes you know yeah so she doesn't apologize and he speaks first and he tells her that he wasn't punishing her he just needed some time away to like think and have space and she doesn't want to talk about the fight in this moment so she asks again what Starfall is all about and he says look up and I mean the holiday is quite literally what the name is saying (laughs) she sees a shooting star go across the sky but super close like closer than a star would ever be and then she sees more of them crossing the sky almost like fireworks and Feyre is like awestruck she's like I've never seen anything this beautiful and then people start dancing and there's music and all around it sounds so lovely and Feyre can see more Azriel, Cassian, all down there dancing together. And she sees Reese watching them from above, looking like kind of sad. Um, and this is sad because it's the first time in 50 years that they're all together for Starfall. And then they're about to be separated again and gone for like how knows or who knows how long. Um, so I was I was kind of confused. I didn't realize that they were not all going to the Illyrian war camps. Like, why are they splitting up? So Amarin's going to work on the book. And then Feyre and Reese are going to the camp so that they can be in the forest and keep training. And then unclear. Oh, Asriel's doing spy work. Mm-hmm. Classic. And then Moore is going back to the hewn city for something to check on her dad's recovery oh check on her dad's recovery um and then cassian's at the camps like keeping them in line but it's like why does it have why is it this big farewell like they're not gonna see each other for a long time i think just they know war is coming super soon Mm. and they're like starting to mobilize and like the plans moving along so they know that at some point they're going to be gone they just don't know like when they're going to be leaving yeah so it's like kind of like the last the last star fell before nice. like an unknown yeah. war. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Reese tells her that there's a better view and then he brings her up to a private balcony that's higher up and then they finally 
talk about their fight. So Feyre's like, you know, like, I feel bad. Are you going to punish me for what I said to you? And Reese says, I said some horrible things too. And I'm like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> and then Feyre finally says, she says she doesn't mean it. And she does say that she meant it more about herself than about him and that she's sorry, which is like a big realization to have. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I feel like the first time I read these books, um, when Farrah like went off on Reese, I felt like it was the words that she never spoke to Tamlin, like mm-hmm. about how he was like so domineering all the time. So true. So true. I just didn't think about it with how she felt about herself, which it makes sense. But the first time I'm like, these are the words you needed to say to Tamlin. And now you're taking that on Reese because he actually is protecting you when someone is like calling you a whore. Like, yeah, my mind is blown because that's so true. Because in that moment he was like reminding her of Tamlin with the instincts and stuff. And then, so she just like said the things that is really not true about him and totally true about Tamlin. Like no one really knows who Tamlin is. Yeah. You know, even Lucian, his closest friends, like, they aren't, like, best buddies. They're just, there's very much a clear, like, hierarchy. Hierarchy, Yeah. And I was rereading a little bit right before this. And um, when Reese said something about, like, stop comparing me to him, Farah says something, like, in her mind about the way that he says that. And there was a word that I didn't recognize, so I looked it up. And it said, like, Reese was implying that, Farah was comparing like him to Tamlin mm-hmm. and that Tamlin was like the gold standard and that Reese was like second to that. I can look it up, but I remember cause I just looked it up and being like, that's what that word means. Like that's actually such a wild thing for Reese to say and yeah. for Farah to pick up on like his vibe just and in my brain of how, what Farah should have said to Tamlin. So anyways, that's so interesting. That's so good. <laughs> she like I'm just thinking back to, you know, episodes 1 through like 5 where we're just begging her to fucking speak to him. And then you take it out on him? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And what makes me sad here is he tells her that she was right and I'm like I mean to a certain extent like yeah, he could let his friends in more of how much like pain and suffering he went through, but I get why he's not like, you don't, you don't necessarily want to have to put that on other people either. Yeah. So it's not like a, you know, it's not something that he needs to feel like terrible about doing. Like it's just, she should just tell him like he can anyway, but he says that she's right. And that's why he stayed away. But he tells her he's glad his absence felt like punishment. And then they're silent again. And then Feyre realizes that the lights that they're watching actually aren't stars at all. And Reese tells her that they're spirits migrating somewhere which is cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) we get like no other details so I don't really get it but it sounds pretty yeah this also gives nothing away and I'm reading Crescent City right now um but I have heard that because I haven't read Throne of Glass or I just started Crescent City I've heard that there's theories of like a multiverse and so I'm like is this something else but no details to report yet. I have heard that it's multi that it's like a multiverse. Wow. That would yeah. be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't read those series yet. I'm waiting. But yeah, this whole scene's very romantic. And apparently the stars slash spirits will keep coming until dawn. Um, and Reese is like, no one knows why they're here or like where they're going, but they come every year. It sounds really pretty. 
And then they're silent for a while, watching the stars. And then Reese tells Feyre that every year when he was under the mountain, Amarantha made sure that he was like with her all night because she knew how important it was to him and wanted to like take it away as much as possible. She's the worst. And like tarnish the holiday for him. She's the worst. (laughs) She really is. She is. She truly did not suffer enough. Yeah, I agree. He said the same thing. <laughs> no, what was bad was that right when she read or recapped that Tamlin like attacked her and ripped her throat out, she was like, she like, you explained what happened so vividly, and then was like, but it wasn't enough. She didn't <laughs> suffer enough. I was like, it wasn't oh enough. My God. It was too quick. It was too quick. But also, like in the moment, to me, Amarantha hadn't really. Like, she was clearly horrible, but, like, we, you really don't see her a lot when you're under the mountain, right, with Feyre, because she's just, like, in her cell. But it's, like, through this next book and everything where you learn what everything her story she, and what she yeah. did to everyone, and Reese especially. Um, yeah, and, you, like, like, learn more. And all the other people. Like, you don't, you don't really know what, like, the other, like, towns, what everyone else is doing, and then you learn that, like, they were all, like, taken and, like... yeah living yeah like like, like the sum, when we were in the summer core yeah and it was yeah they were still rebuilding and yeah yeah um but reese says he got through it by just reminding himself that his friends were safe and valerius is safe and then fair is like okay well then now that you're all re- reunited why aren't you down there with your friends and he says because they don't know what she did to me on starfall and i don't want to ruin their night by being sad which is sad yeah. Okay, so now to kind of set the scene, because the scene is so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. So they're on this balcony. They're alone. They're watching the stars. They're super close together. They're having this deep talk. And Feyre says that she has a lot she wants to say. But instead, she kind of just you know reaches out her hand, touches his hand. Her love language is physical touch. Yep. <laughs> yep. Specifically, it says, my fingers grazed his, warm and sturdy, patient as if waiting to see what else I might do. Maybe it was the wine, but I stroked a finger down his. And then she's turning to face him, and she's, like, about to speak. But then a star slams into the side of her face, interrupting the moment. <laughs> but also contributing to the moment, because then Reese starts laughing, and she has, like, I don't know, like glowing, glowing dust. Yeah, like glowing <laughs> dust on the side of her face. Um, and Reese is like cracking up. And then she realizes like half her face is covered in this light and she's trying to wipe it off. But he's like, no, no, I like it. Like, looks good on you. And then while that's happening, Reese also gets hit with the star, leaving like the same dust on his face. And then Thera laughs, like an actual, like genuine laugh, which she says she hasn't laughed in like, months I don't know, like a long time I think she like literally calls her laugh a cackle <laughs> yeah she cackles <laughs> yeah and then like she's all caught up in the moment she takes one of his hands which is covered in the star dust whatever and she draws like a little star shape in the paint and then she's like I painted again <laughs> We're like, like, we knew you did finger paintings. Yeah. <laughs> we knew the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Michaela, do you think Fair is actually a good painter? Because this has been a really big topic of conversation. <laughs> okay. I will say, 
the thought of her not being a good painter never crossed my mind um, when I was reading them alone before I feel like the rest of the world. And then you guys were like, I don't know if she's any good. And I'm like, dang, she really might not be any good. <laughs> but then I saw Kat. Kat came and got her eyebrows done. And she was like, I think Nesta would have made fun of her. And yeah. Like, Honestly, yeah. true. And I highlighted this in my book because I wanted to bring it up. She said, like, she traced the star shape on top of his palm, playing with the glimmer and shadows. And I'm like, okay, that is a three-dimensional painting on him. <laughs> it's not just a star. I will, like, stand fair of being a good painter, <laughs> standing up for my girl. So, I yeah. love how you and Kat both, like, just have her back so much. I mean, it is an amazing point, though, that Nesta literally asked Farah for lessons. Yeah. So Nesta, Nesta would have told her. So I think we have to assume she's a good painter. At least now, at least after all of her time at the spring court painting for those months or weeks or whatever. Because you can have like a natural disposition towards, like you can be artistic, obviously. Um, But it it was funny to think of her like giving Tamlin (laughs) a painting and it's like, (laughs) fucking stick figures. Anyway, we're ruining the moment. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, you know, they both have the hippodist stars. They're covered in this, like, glowing dust. Feyre's kind of, like, drawing on the back of his hand. And then she looks up and sees Reese smiling down on her. And she says he looks so, like, unserious, unhigh lord-like with all the paint over his face that it makes her smile. And then this part I also think is crazy but so cute Reese is like shocked that she's smiling at him because it's the first smile she's ever sh- like shown him. Yeah, and remember how upset he was when she smiled at Tarquin? Yeah, yeah. It's just been it's just so nuts because she's been there for like a two, few months. It's two months. They say she says in this two months. Yeah. Think about how many times you smile in a day. She he's never seen her smile. Like that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I love the way that she says it too. Yeah. I hadn't even realized what I'd done until his own smile faded and his mouth parted slightly. Uh, so sweet. he's like so shocked and like in awe. It's it's incredible. Love. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And he was really jealous that she smiled at Tarquin, but that one wasn't real. So. And then she says, I, I ha- just made that point to show like how much it really meant to yeah. him then. He knows yeah. it's a big deal. He when knows she it's smiles. a big deal. And this one's like an actual smile. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't even realize she was doing it. Yeah. Um, and then so she says, I hadn't smiled for him ever or laughed under the mountain. Obviously, I had never grinned, never chuckled. Which like, yeah. <laughs> um, and then he says, smile again. And then she says, for all the things that he had done, I had never given him a smile or a laugh even when I had just painted something on him. So for him, I smiled at him broad and without restraint. And then he says, you're exquisite. What a word. What a vocabulary. Yeah. I love that. My heart, it's exploding. <laughs> mm-hmm. So again, they're super close on this balcony, obviously sharing a moment. It's like the most romantic scene. And she says, you owe me two thoughts back from when I first came here. Tell me what you're thinking. And then the first thought that Reese tells her is that the real reason he didn't see her or speak to her the last two days was because he was convinced she would throw him out. So hiding was a better alternative, 
Which doesn't make any sense it doesn't with make the notes that she sent him, but okay. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, question mark, question mark, question mark. Like, he, he was the one who should have been mad. Yeah. And she had sent him notes saying that she wanted to talk. So, yeah. Yeah. And then Favorite does say, who would have thought the High Lord of the Night Court could be afraid of an illiterate human? Which is funny. Like, yeah. she she rarely lands one, but this one, one was, was funny. Good. So I have yeah. to give her credit. Yeah. Um, so that's one thought. And then Feyre says, okay, one more. And the second thought is he says, I'm wishing I could take back the kiss from under the mountain, which he's referring to when he caught her and Tamlin hooking up and then kissed her. So Amarantha wasn't suspicious. And she's like, that's random. Like why? Obviously. Cause he's thinking of kissing her, <laughs> but he says, because I didn't make it pleasant for you. And I was jealous and pissed off and I knew you hated me. So he's basically saying he wants a redo. And then he's just staring at her and they're just like in silence after this, like letting that just thought like linger Build. there. Yeah. And the first time I read this, I could not believe that they don't kiss here. <laughs> like I literally could not believe I, it. I wrote, they are in love and all I can hear is Sebastian singing, go on and kiss the girl. <laughs> It's just, it's just like, la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that should be in the soundtrack. Yeah. It's just like the perfect moment. It totally is. It's the perfect moment, but they don't kiss. But what happens is like so cute. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. So instead of kissing, Feyre says, do you want to dance with me? And then it says he was silent for long enough that I lifted my head to scan his face his eyes were bright and silver lined and he said you want to dance <laughs> it's just cute and then she says that she wants to dance down there with his friends with all of the people which is so sweet because it's like she's bringing him out of his sadness to where he should be which is celebrating with his like family basically his that's inner like a great point and super selfless but i was like no stay in your intimate <laughs> privacy kiss 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 I know. I know it's like you're rooting for it because it's like the right thing to do but you're like oh but we were so close no, How could yeah we possibly be closer she was like doing what he really needed yeah someone to do for him but not what i really needed yeah you know yeah Reese is so, he's clearly so, like, touched, though. He says, of course I'll dance with you all night if you wish. And his voice is, like, very raspy. Like, he's clearly very emotional. I just feel like, think about how long he's been wanting this and trying to push her and pull her out. Like, he probably was losing hope. Like, she's never, and especially after their fight, he was like, I just pushed her back five steps. Yeah. And now he's like, oh, my God, I never thought this day would come. And it's, like, just such a pure thing to like want to do like just and like, he loves her under the stars <laughs> yeah yeah and then he kisses her cheek it's just really cute and then he says i'm very glad i met you Feyre." and she almost tears up a little bit and then the last line of this chapter is i stared up at him breathless while he smiled the smile the world would likely never see the smile he'd given up for the sake of his people his lands he said very softly i'm glad i met you Feyre." I blinked away the burning in my eyes. Come on, I said, tugging his hand. Let's go dance. That's the end of chapter 44, which is really one of my favorite chapters. They're in love. It's so cute. I'm freaking pissed that the next chapter picked up right, like, 
picked up with them going right to the war camps. Yeah. Like, I turned the page, and at the start of the chapter, it's, like, obvious that they're in the Illyrian war camps. And I was like, no, 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 I want more Starfall. (laughs) What's happening? Where's the kiss? I definitely, like, skimmed, and I was like, okay, more details on the night before. And then you get them, and I'm like, okay. I think you said this, Izzy. I can't remember if it was in the podcast or, like, in real life. But you said, if there's one thing Sarah J. Mass can do, it is, like, make something just burn for oh, yeah. so oh, long. Burn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> I read this book in two days. <laughs> so the burn wasn't that long for me, but it felt long. Sadie's been reading this book for, like, two months. Dude, this yeah. is crazy. <laughs> the fact we made a mistake picking this up for the summer because Izzy and I have just been so busy. Like, we're not recording as often as I need to and um and yeah like I don't know what we were thinking I'm like concerned like I'm like I I'm never gonna know they're never gonna be together I'm actually reading it as if this book was happening in real time it has been two months it's been two months does it give you the appreciation I don't know how they're not making out. Like, that's what I don't understand. I'm there. I'm ready. Oh, my God. Sorry. I get passionate over here. My hands are slamming on the counter. I'm sorry. I understand. I was When I was driving over here, I was like, wow. Because I read the chapters right before I came over just to, like, refresh, refresh. brain, make sure, yeah. you know, everything. And I was like, wow. I can't even imagine reading it so slow the first time and just pouring over each word and each, like, description that Feyre uses like you really get an essence of like how her mind changes from like like now she's like open to the idea of love with Reese it's just at this point it's crazy to me that either one is questioning anything she's in a good place he's in a good place they clearly are attracted to each other she knows she likes him she has to know he likes her and this like, was my only, so my only note from like the third chapter, well, I have more notes, but I was so distraught at the end that I can just, I didn't write them down. But my only note was like, I don't understand why no one in the inner, the inner circle, ha, like I knew he's a high Lord. The inner circle has no problem calling Reese out, Reese out for some shit. Why are they not giving them shit about not being together? You know what I mean? Like I know yeah. Farah's been going through it, but they're getting to the point where they'll, you know, twist each other's arms. Like why is no one making any jokes? That's true, but nobody really makes any jokes towards I the fact it, that Azrael and War. I feel like relationships are off limits. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, come on. Cassie and Azrael might be like prodding him <clears throat> behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not in front of Farah. But yeah. also, remember where Farah was when she started coming around them? She was barely a person. Yeah. Yeah. They probably don't want to yeah. Pressure too much in the love department. Right. The one time Cassian tried, she literally broke down. I was just about to say that. She like like burned through his his boxing mitts or whatever. And he's like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So let's get to chapter 45 because it does start off with a few more details from what happened the rest of the night. So the chapter kicks off with them actually starting to winnow to the Illyrian war camp in the mountains. And Feyre's just, like, reflecting back on what just happened. So she says that after she brought Reese down to the rest of the group, they all danced together, and she said she's never seen Reese so happy. And then this all continued, all the celebrating continued into dawn, when Reese took her into his arms, and they danced slowly through sunrise until everyone left, and then he flew her back to the townhouse and kissed her forehead before going into his room. And Feyre 
like me couldn't believe that nothing else was going to happen. <laughs> um, because she says she waited up 30 minutes after to see if there was going to be a knock on her door, but nothing. A kiss on the forehead is all we get. I kind of stand. I love the self-restraint. It yeah. just, it's so much more attractive when a man is like, has that much more respect for you. Oh, yeah. I, I know, but it's also really attractive when the man is obsessed with you. <laughs> Which it is. Like, yeah, I, know, I agree. But <laughs> I, I, know, I do love the slow burn. It's just the slowest burn of, of any book I've ever, ever read of my entire life. Just remember, life. real time over here. <laughs> In real time. Yeah. Yep. So nothing happens. Nothing happens. It's crazy. I'm also glad that it didn't, though, because that would honestly be just too much of a callback from Akatar with Tamlin. That's true. Like, yeah. having yeah. Kissed, instead of him kissing her forehead, I would have been like, oh, it's giving Tamlin. It's yeah. giving exactly what happened when Farah unfroze the first book. And it's giving solstice. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I mean, that was what I yeah, that's what I said before yeah. that this was their solstice chapter, and this is a different love story. So. Yeah. Yep. So then. So then that happened. Um, Farah still can't stop thinking about Reese. She's like fully aware now of how much she wants him. But she's still like in the moment she gets caught up in it. But then whenever the, she's alone, she's still thinking about how she's like a traitor to Tamlin because she's only been gone for two months, which in fairy terms is probably like a day. So that's probably, I guess, the one thing holding her back from fully leaning in. But I just really don't think she needs to feel that way. <laughs> I think, um, respectfully, Farah, Tamlin literally locked you up. Yeah. <laughs> he was an abuser there at the end. I think you can move on, and it's okay, personally. Yep. yep. I, I agree. I agree. Um, I also think, like, think about how much you grew as a person from under the mountain. Like, people grow apart all the time. And, like, there was a lot of, when you go through something traumatic, that growth, you know, happens faster you know or you that is like a diverging point yeah. you know so I think it's totally reasonable that you're ready to move on and I had said this on a previous chapter it's like two months is one of those things where like honestly personally it's long enough because one two months is long enough for you personally but then also you're probably over it before the relationship's yes. actually over so it's like, it, like truly, I think for a person that's perfectly fine, but it's one of those things that's like optically bad, like yeah. optically too but short. Optically, she was just getting off in public. To him. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it confirmed that it's optically bad because she was called a whore. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you had been called a whore even if you weren't like recently yeah. engaged with the way you were acting in public, but yeah. you know. Not that you should be. No slut shaming. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now they're at the camp. It's super cold, super muddy, very depressing place, very gray. Feyre can't believe that Reese, Azrael, Cassian all grew up here in such a harsh climate. So they meet the leader of the camp. He comes up to them and he's clearly irritated that they're there because Cassian apparently was there a few weeks before to inspect the camp and make sure they're actually training the women because we know from previous conversation that the Illyrian women have like had their wings clipped and Reese has tried to put a stop to it and so trying to get you know more equality um but there's, there's a lot of pushback and this is another interesting dynamic like where the camps operate somewhat independently like they don't totally follow orders 
which is kind of similar to the Hewn City. Um, so it's just like weird that Reese doesn't like necessarily come in and just like give, you know, have full control over the situation. Um, but he, he kind of explains that later of like why he doesn't do that. He doesn't want like a full uprising. Mm-hmm. And like he does need their support, like an upcoming conflict. Like, yeah, same with Hewn City, like why he doesn't just go in like domineering is because he like needs them to be on his side so he lets yeah. them kind of do their thing yeah so he like gives them rules and like they come check in but it's not necessarily like everything's just followed and also it's like just thinking about you know real politics and everything anyone who comes in and is these people have been living a certain way for hundreds of years anyone who comes in with like strict sweeping changes is not gonna last yeah so you have to make these small changes like they the women will still do still do chores but they have to train you know that kind of thing so you just can't come in and be like you have to change your complete way of being Mm -hmm. you know even if that's the goal end game you know yeah slow change so lord devlin who's the leader notices feyre and he's like you have another one of these meaning reese now has two people in his inner circle Amran and now Feyre, who were not born Fey. And Rhys says, Amran sends her regards and asks for this one. She's mine. And if any of you lay a hand on her, you lose that hand and then you lose your head. And once Feyre is done killing you, I'll grind your bones to dust. And I like this because he's like threatening him, but not in like the typical way that a guy does was like, oh, I'll like beat you up. He's like, Feyre will beat you up. And I'll, like, watch. Yeah. <laughs> and enjoy it. And he, like, kind of had, like, a nice little pause in between there. And he's like... Yeah. And then once Pharaoh's done killing you... And I also like that he did that because it also shows growth from their last argument. Yeah. When she was literally like, I don't need you to fight my battles. Yeah. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. It's a good call. Yeah. So after this, Reese and Pharaoh leave to go train in the forest. Um, and Pharaoh's like kind of nervous to be alone with him again because I mean they obviously just had such a moment and she still feels like a traitor for how much she's into him and now when they're flying she's like even more aware of like being pressed up against him and like how alone they are how close they are so they're flying over the mountains and Feyre asks him about training the female warriors and Reese is basically like, well, we're trying to. I banned the wing clipping a long time ago, but it still happens. And I was gone for 50 years. So basically progress regressed. And um, this is when he explains that he can't just come in and like impose all his rules because it's so widespread. He can't really make everyone obey it all at once. So they have that conversation Then they get to the clearing where they plan to practice. And an important like piece of this is that Feyre will be practicing, but Reese isn't using magic right now because he's been tracked down twice before for using his magic. We don't really know how that works, but we know that people can like have shown up when he's in other places. It's such like Harry Potter. Yeah. (laughs) When in the last book. When they say the name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so before Feyre starts, she asks him another question that we know she's been wanting to ask for a while, which is about Reese's history with Tamlin, because she knows that Reese's father killed Tamlin's family, 
And that's probably one of the reasons that she feels so guilty now for liking Reese. So Reese tells her he'll tell her the story if she shows him something with her powers. Um, This part of the book, when I was first reading, made me just so mad. So mad. When we learned what happened. Sorry. No, go ahead. I am personally so glad I'm here right now. (laughs) Just to hear live reaction from Sadie. I have been dying for this specific part. I think one of the last episodes I listened to was... Like, this for me was my closure with Tamlin. I'm like... Me too. You know, whatever. When this happened, I was like, I'm literally done with Tamlin. See you later. I just can't wait for your reaction. Yeah. I want to say, but I want... For people who don't read, to hear what happens first, and yes. then I will react. So, Thera does some magic, and then Reese tells her the story. So, basically, Tamlin was younger than Reese when the war started, but after the war, Tamlin had matured, and Tamlin and Reese got to know each other, and Reese thought he seemed pretty decent for a High Lord's son. So, they kind of bonded, and Reese kind of felt like a mentor almost to him. And he even taught him some of, like, the Illyrian techniques. Like, they were tight. They were good. It sounds like they were good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Cared a lot about each other. Like, full allies. And, oh, God, this. Instead of seeing that as growth and, like, an ally, they clearly could have been great allies to future high lords. Yeah. So, basically, Tamlin's father was threatened by Reese and by Tamlin's growing power because Tamlin's dad was weaker than both of them at this point. And Tamlin's dad basically wanted to prove that he wasn't weak and send a message. And this is where it's so sad. So, Reese's mom and sister, and we know how much Reese's mom meant to him from previous stories. His mom and his sister were traveling to the Illyrian war camp to visit Reese. He was supposed to meet them halfway, but he was busy training a new unit, so decided to stay where he was. Reese had told Tamlin of his plans, like where he was going to be. Tamlin's father, Tamlin's brothers, and Tamlin intercepted Reese's mother and sister and slaughtered both of them. They meant to slaughter Reese. But since he wasn't there, they killed the mom and the sister. I don't know why I didn't predict this. I think that was my most, like, daunting thing. Is, like, because I have talked about this before. Of, like, I know Reese was involved in the killing of Tamlin's family. And I really need that, like, reconciled. Like, what happened? I don't know why it didn't cross my mind. Of course Tamlin killed his family first. (laughs) Of course he did. (laughs) Like, why did I not predict that? I'm so, it's so annoying. One, like, and then Tamlin, okay, so that's one point, is I'm just mad that he didn't call that. And two, Tamlin is so fucking fake. He <laughs> is such a victim to Feyre. Like, oh yeah, like my family was killed by a rival court. No, bitch. 
He was given an eye for an eye. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you so trying to play the victim. Like, I didn't want this role, but it was, I had no choice because my whole family was murdered. Give me a break, you murderer. (laughs) (laughs) I think the worst part, honestly, is the details. So we learned that Tamlin and his dad literally put the mom's head, the mom's head and the sister's head in boxes and sent them like down the river to the Illyrian camp. And, and this is another classic example of Tamlin being a little bitch because (laughs) Tamlin didn't do shit against Amarantha, didn't speak up. Like he is, he is more powerful than his father. And yeah, and I don't believe that he actually wanted to do these things. I think that Tamlin's father like made him you know what I mean but he didn't have to make you do shit you're more powerful than him be a freaking individual like oh stand up for yourself he's just so passive and Tamlin's dad literally kept their wings as trophies and hung them up in the study and Reese is like I'm surprised you never saw them there disgusting which I was hoping I was like trying to remember the scene when she's in there trying to read. I'm like, did she mention any wings? That would have been crazy. Mm. I don't remember that. It's so sad because we know how much the wings meant to the mom. Yeah. And so it must just absolutely kill Reese that Tamlin has them. Yeah. I just am shocked that it's been so long and Reese hasn't ripped Tamlin to shreds. I'm also, I was so shocked but so impressed that Reese kept this in until now honestly true he's been sitting on this for so long but i bet you knowing reese he feels guilty about what despite it all he feels guilty about what happened next that's why when him and tamlin looked at each other he just ran away yeah yeah this isn't who he is Yeah. yeah so what did happen is that reese did go with his dad then to kill tamlin's father and brothers Reese himself killed Tamlin's brothers and his dad killed Tamlin's father and Tamlin's mother, even though Reese's dad said he was going to, you know, leave her be. So take this with a grain of salt, but (laughs) just imagine how like gory and horrible and messy that murders of Tamlin and the spring court killing, um, Reese's mom and sister gory, they're animals those spring court people literally now imagine (laughs) now now imagine not i'm not trying to like glorify murder here but imagine reese just like in his little black suit just kind of like strolling through the halls of the spring court manor and just like killing them with his mind one by one nice clean fell swoop you know? In his little black suit. In his little black suit. I'm like, Sam. Yeah. Something, you know? Anyway. Not to glorify murder. But. I mean, in this case, <laughs> it's deserved. It's so deserved. Um, so the only person left to kill was Tamlin, but the death of Tamlin's mother kind of brought Reese back to reality that more death wasn't the answer. Again, you said it's not really who he is. So he tried to stop his dad from going to kill Tamlin, which is like, oh my God, it's the high road. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this gave Tamlin enough time where he like sensed that they were there. He got to the door and then Tamlin killed Reese's father. So then they're in this moment where they both had the 
power transferred to them because both their dads just got killed from their respective court. And they're now they're both all of a sudden high lords and they just looked at each other and Reese ran away. Yeah. It's so sad because I just feel like it's just two basically teenagers in Prithian terms of like, and they're just like, holy shit, what did we just do? Yeah. You know? Sadie, from this point where we are at right now, do you think there's any chance of Tamlin having redemption? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you think we'll see him again? Yes. <laughs> well, I have my prediction at the end here. Okay. But, yeah, we'll see him. Okay. He's going to make a mess. <laughs> Side note, the part that I was like, I thought it was in the last chapter, in chapter 43, it's it's just now when she says something about like comparing them in the word that she uses. Oh, okay. Do you have the word? Mm-hmm. It's paragon it's paragon that is a good word yeah it's, it's a good I word yeah I, I was like I don't know what that means I had to look it up oh. I tried to look it up but there's a paragon restaurant nearby oh. <laughs> <laughs> a person or thing regarded as a perfect example of a particular quality that's a really great word great word Sarah but she says like and Reese thought I had been comparing him, comparing him against Tamlin as if him to be some paragon. Oh, like as if Tamlin yeah. is this like perfect of the gold standard, yeah. basically. Because Reese was like, stop comparing me to him. So yeah, that was a touching, just a great word. Just that's, a touching moment. Yeah, that's going to be our new word. I'm going to throw that in all the time now. <laughs> and that's nobody's going to know what it means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but Faye is just so upset right now. She's like so sad for Reese. So horrified at Tamlin, like totally disgusted with him. And she just, what were you going to say? I do have, I do, I have to say, and I can't even believe I'm saying this. There is a tiny sliver of like me feeling like Tamlin was a kid and not, and just kind of like going along and like his, you know, father demanded this information or whatever. I do still think he's a little bitch for not sticking up to him, but I do have like a tiny sliver of like, they were just two kids, you know, wrapped up in this stuff that's just like way above them, you know? Yeah. So I do have a question for you, Sadie, because what happens next is Feyre gets really upset. Obviously, this is so much information, like the whole clearing explodes in flames and she's like processing this internally and she's thinking like no wonder he made Tamlin get on his knees and beg any chance he could Mm -hmm. and like take any excuse to taunt him do you does that I feel like the last thing you had against Reese was like justifications for like all of his actions and like how he was like so obviously like mean and degrading towards like Tamlin Lucian does that give you any like peace knowing the yeah. history now no I definitely I'm past everything with Reese I'm trying to remember if there was anything under the mountain that I was still like a little weary about maybe the Claire thing still need resolution on Claire yeah but um like why he ever gave a name in the first place but I feel 
I feel like Reese's hands are clean. I do want to say, just to like go back to the point I was making about the sliver of um, sympathy, mm-hmm. I have a sliver of sympathy for them in that moment all those years ago, but I don't have sympathy for him later in life than trying to portray himself as a victim yeah. to Feyre. Yeah. That's, that's so I want that to be clear. So he's still written off for me. Yeah. Like this was a woman you're going you were going to marry and she has no idea who you are. You know? Exactly. So that was the whole thing. She had no idea who he was. Anyway. So Favor asks, you know, like, why don't you tell me this sooner? And Reese says, I didn't want you to think I was trying to turn you against him. Which is totally the right move. It's totally because the right move. Because if she move. had done it at any moment sooner than when she asked, mm-hmm. she would have been defensive and protective of her Tamlin. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. So as he says this, she's like so overcome by emotion. She's looking at him standing there and she's like struck by this feeling that she wants to paint Reese again. As he's like, as he is right now, like in his fighting, fighting leathers, like he looks terrifying. But if you look closer, you can see like the beauty on his face, the intricacy of his wings. And she's like, I need to paint him. So the last line of the chapter is, I didn't wait for him to stretch out of out his hand before I went to him. And looking up into his face, I said, I want to paint you. And he gently lifted me into his arms and said, nude would be best. That was the line that I was referencing earlier. Like, perfect. They're perfect. having this, like, very deep emotional conversation. And he just, like, can still find the perfect balance of, like, lightness. Mm-hmm. What a perfect response. Like, just picks her up to carry, or whatever they're doing, fly away or whatever. And he's just like, nude would be best. It's so like him, too. It's so cute. Yeah, I love him. After he just drops such a bomb on her, too, he just makes it so light. I love it. I'm Literally, my last two notes are, another perfect ending to the chapter. I'm in love with Reese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also made a note that this was the first time that Farah admitted like to herself that Reese actually did save her from the wedding. This is the first time in the whole book that instead of, like, you know, he got me out of, like, whatever. Yeah. She said... I knew that me being here had nothing to do with what happened with him and Tamlin. Even though he probably did enjoy interrupting our wedding day, saved me from that wedding day, actually. Like, that's the first time in the whole book that she's admitted and realized, like, oh, no, he saved me. Yeah. Like, that's such a good point. I yeah. also liked when, um, after she learns all of this and she's like, no wonder he likes taunting Tamlin so much, she's like, is that the reason that I'm here? Like, he just likes the fact that he, like, stole me away. And then she's like, no, 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 that's not it. She's like, I know that's like, not it. Like, she immediately was like, no, I yeah. know that's not it. Love. Okay, so let's go into chapter 46, because I know City wants to talk about the end. <laughs> so this chapter opens up with Feyre and Reese back at the Can Illyrian I just camp. say the amount of anxiety I had entering this chapter? Because I knew that the cliffhanger was going to be bad. Oh my god. I thought, can I just say, I thought it was going to be that, like, they were about to get it on or something. (laughs) Like, I thought they were, like, the moment was about to happen and the chapter ends. 
different direction. <laughs> but yeah, the cliffhanger isn't necessarily like bad per se. It's it just a not be. big one. We don't know what's going to happen. It's a big be. one. It's just a big one. And I knew it would be especially big for you. But okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> They're back at the Illyrian camp. They're eating dinner with the squad. Super cold. The conditions are awful. Her and Reese head upstairs. And she's very aware of like how alone they are how small the hallway is and Reese shows her to her room and he's like that's where you and Moore will be sleeping and then he starts to enter his own room but hesitates because Feyre hesitates going in her own room and she's thinking it would be so easy to just take three steps three steps and cross the hallway and Reese is like feeling her hesitation so he's like slowly turning (laughs) to face her but then Feyre chickens out and runs into her room. So Have you guys seen Hitch? No. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you know when he's like teaching them, you know, like if a girl's like jingling her keys when she's about to get in her door, yes. like then you have a chance and you might kiss her. But if she just like, okay, bye, and like gets in her door immediately, you have no chance. But oh. to me, I'm like, she's like jingling her keys. Like yeah. she like waits at the door and then she just chickens out. And I'm like, really? ugh. This moment kills he me too. She's like, enough. she's like leaning against her door, like hyping herself up. And then as he's starting to face her, she's like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable, honestly. But like, I'm glad that this didn't happen when they're in this like small house and like other people are there and it's yeah, just, no. it just wasn't the time. Yeah. It wasn't the time. So the chapter picks up with them the next day, going deeper into the forest and practicing more magic. And they went even further this time because of the explosion that Feyre caused yesterday. So Reese wants to make sure they're like very hidden. So Feyre goes on her own towards the stream to play with her fire magic alone so she doesn't like accidentally burn Reese. But as she's walking away, she's like, I can feel him staring at me. And she's like, thinking about his hands like he can feel her thinking about him (laughs) like it's like it's just they want each other so bad it's insane um and Feyre's also thinking about how like okay well maybe if this happened it could just be something that's fun like I could keep it like light and fun because that doesn't feel as much of a betrayal like this flirtation we have this like attraction if I like keep it there she was like just physical physical yeah like that doesn't feel like I'm like doing anything too terrible so she's thinking about that. She's thinking about Reese. She gets to her spot near the stream where she's planning to practice her flames. And she opens her mouth to tell Reese to stay back. But then something happens. And she doesn't hear that people have snuck up on her because of the roaring stream. And she hears Feyre. And she whirls around with her arrow aimed at wherever the voice is coming from. And she first sees four spring court sentinels coming towards her. Two of them are Bronn and Hart, who we've met before. And between them is Lucian. And that's where the chapter ends. <laughs> if, I, if Lucian betrays me... I will not be okay. And I, and I, my immediate comfort to myself is like, no, like, Izzy always agrees with me. Like, Lucian's a good guy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, she really, she let me think that about Tamlin. I can't trust her. <laughs> but if Lucian 
betrays me. So what do you think he's going to do? I don't think he's going to. He can't. But like betray you how? Like what do you think he's going to do? I don't know. Like hurt her or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't want him to be a bad guy. You know? I just can't. How did you feel when you saw his name on on the page? All I could think was, oh no, oh no. <laughs> Not another one falling from grace. No, I... So I think... I'm just so worried. Like, I don't have any... I don't have a lot of coherent thoughts because I'm just so concerned. Like, I... I'm not even concerned about Feyre. I'm concerned about Lucian not being the Lucian that I thought he always was, you know? Um, and this is why it's, like, perfect that you're Autumn Court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Represent. But I do think... I think we're going back to the Spring Court. I think we're going to talk to Tamlin. I think... I don't... If it was just Lucian, I think that there's a chance that he sides, like, that Fair and him have a conversation and he goes against Tamlin as his High Lord. But with the other three there, I don't feel as good about their character. What do you think Lucian's going to, like, how do you think he's going to react to seeing her in, like, the state that she's in? Like... What do you mean the state? Like, she clearly looks better. She's in, like, a, her, like, night court attire. Like, she's healthy. She's, she's healthy. strong yeah. again. Yeah. I think he's... Unfortunately, I don't think... Maybe at least at first, he's going to be very much on Tamlin's side. He's going to be... I don't know. I don't know. I hope he, I could see him coming around though, but, but it's hard because he always followed orders in the I past, know, even when I he know. disagreed with them. I know, but he's not in the spring court anymore. Do you think that there's a possibility that they were not sent by Tamlin, that they left the spring court? Do I think? <laughs> Do I think? <laughs> No, that thought just came to me, but I'll put it out there. That would be the ideal situation that like Tamlin's wreaking havoc. They, he's like, this is not ideal, but okay. So maybe this is a possibility. Tamlin is like destroying the spring court. He's going crazy. He's taking it out on all the villagers. They left on their own will to like find Feyre to like, Try to get Tamlin under control. Mm-hmm. Option one. Option two. I think that would be more ideal. Option two. They are hunting Reese. Because Tamlin's mad. And he's gonna. He wants to kill Reese. It's not a good option. <laughs> <laughs> well Lucian hates Reese too. So that's Yeah but possible. he only hates. Reese because of Tamlin. So I, but I think that there's a chance that, I think that there's a chance that Farah can, they've always been real with each other, you know? Yeah. True, but at the end of the day, he always still chose Tamlin when Farah was literally dying. I mean, he did try. 
not hard, but he tried. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Sadie, do you normally like immediately read at least the next chapter after you record? Because I would. Every time I listen, I'm like, if I was Sadie, I would click end and then immediately open the book. It just depends. If I know we're not going to record for like two weeks, I don't. That's fair. Um, because I also, so I actually, I, I was talking to my mom about this um, because I have to talk about what I'm reading. Like I have to talk about what I'm watching. Like I have to talk about it. And it's funny, I was talking to my mom about this because I have done that my whole life. Like, oh gosh, I keep hitting the mic. But my brother has always been like the bookworm. Like he's always read a million books my whole life. He reads them one a day. and But he never talks about like his thoughts or the plot or like anything. He just like stays in the story, which... But like I read a chapter, I'm closing the book and recapping it to you immediately. Like, oh my God, guess what happened? So like I can't read the chapters and not talk about it. Okay, that's fair. So I like have to kind of be close. I really relate to that. And now you can imagine me in Izzy's ear for like <laughs> weeks being like, Izzy, please read these books. We need to talk about them. We need to talk about them with somebody. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Michaela and I once got drinks and I think for three hours we only talked about the book. <laughs> and I don't think you had read Silver Flames yet. I hadn't. Oh, I hadn't. So I actually, I read the first three and then I took a break because the, I like after the third one, you're in a place where you feel like you don't have to immediately pick up the next mm-hmm. one. I mean, you, I obviously wanted to, but I was saving those two until I was like home for Christmas. So I actually had time mm-hmm. to read them without having to like take breaks for work and stuff. Um, so I hadn't, I was my break, but yeah, <laughs> I just, I have to immediately discuss like, yeah. even I read this book went over 4th of July week and even that I would like read like 15 pages before bed and then I'd turn to John and be like oh my god what happened (laughs) like I was made for this (laughs) I'm just kidding I love that have you that's how I am too especially with I've been watching shows lately Mm -hmm. have you guys watched normal people no No. you guys it's really good I trust you (laughs) okay I will listen after this Honestly, okay, it's the girl from Where the Crawdads Sing. Love her. She's incredible. I do love her. I recently watched that movie for the first time. Yes. Can't wait to hear about your view of the movie. (laughs) Actually, I think I just listened to that movie. Um, So it's her, and then it's this other guy, Connell, and they, it's like set in Ireland. It starts in there in high school. He's like really popular, well-liked, like super athletic, whatever. She is like very smart, very proud, like honestly not, like not kind. Nobody likes her. Everyone makes fun of her. But his mom works for, is like a maid for her family because sure, her, like her family's super rich, whatever. And she doesn't talk to any, she has no friends. But then, like, he always has to come and pick his mom up from her house, like, after work. And so they kind of like talk, like, it's just like normal. It's not even like anything crazy, like, oh, like, how did you do on this exam? People. Like, normal people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, like, he starts like watching her more, like, she'll be like eating lunch and he like is like looking over her and like low-key watching her and he's like it's like um the guy from Peaky Blinders it's gonna be an Oppenheimer you know how he's like not cute in pictures and then you watch him and oh, you're like he's so, so sexy. many guys like that and those are my <laughs> yes. favorites yeah. yeah those are my favorites this yeah. guy is like that you see pictures and you're like he's like a four or five <laughs> and then in the show he's like an eight five. <laughs> like 
<laughs> but he's like watching her and then his friends start making fun of her and he doesn't stick up for her. Wait, I'm hooked. I want to know yeah. what happens next. <laughs> First episode this was is a great teaser. Minutes. Thank you. Did I get paid for this promo? No, but like, <laughs> should I? Is it when you were like, should I be in showbiz? I'm <laughs> <laughs> right now. Um, but the first episode is 30 minutes, and I'm hooked. So wow. What platform? The what? What platform is it on? Hulu. Hulu. Okay. Oh, I got yeah. that. <laughs> okay, I, have. I have them all please recap that on the podcast if you watch it okay I'm gonna add that to my list because right now I'm watching Summer I Turn Pretty but it's only one episode a week dude yeah. what the fuck is up with that it's not right I thought they dropped them all on Friday me too I was so excited I was... John and I were gonna binge them all together he loves it too we watched we watched three episodes and I was like oh babe I'm getting tired should we resume tomorrow and he's like no we're watching it and then there yeah. was no more no, episodes it's like it, you don't it's not in the they only show like three at a time anyway, so you don't realize there was only three. So I was like watching, 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 and then you see like the up next, and it's not the show you're watching, and you're like, no! <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. I will say, if you if anyone has read the books, this season is already way more aligned with the book. I, I think this season's really good. Have you read the books? No, and I know people liked... So far, I'm seeing that people like the first season better than this season. I like this season better. Like, I know the first season's all, like, summer and everything's light and, like, you know, the mom has cancer, but, like, it's kind of like a... Back... It's kind of like, oh, there's hope. And now, obviously, it's, like, darker and, like, there's more emotions. But then, like, it's more real. Like, I'm really invested in the relationship. It was... It was nostalgic and cute. It was an adjustment reading the books, too. But the first season, I loved it. Loved the first book, but... It's very, it was very different from the book. And then in the second, the second season is like basically spot on so far. It's kind of crazy. Um, the only, they are the one little funny uh, Easter egg, if you will, was when the mom in the show, have you watched this episode no, yet? No, everyone has been talking about it. Okay. But. Well, in the, when the mom in the show like has her book that she wrote about Susanna mm-hmm. and it's called, It's Not Summer Without You. That's what the second book is called. That's cute. Right? That I cute. like that little, that little, like that you know, like breaking yeah. the fourth wall or whatever. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Cute. Okay. Well, any other thoughts on these chapters? These are three really good chapters. They're so chapters. good. I'm, I actually probably will read tonight, just be at least the first, next mm-hmm. chapter because I need to know what Lucian's motive is for being there. Yeah. Or like how he's going to treat her. I will say like when I um when I read it I heard him say her name as like Vera like almost surprised to see her so I'm thinking they definitely thought it was a possibility that Reese had her as like a prisoner or something like that or that she wouldn't be like out in this gear like fighting training you know whatever yeah. so I am curious like, I don't know, obviously, what his tone of saying that was, but that was my guess. So I'm very anxious to see what my guy is, is coming with. I hope, I hope he is strong, confident, and, <laughs> and uh, what is, like, what's the word, like, um, kind of like, like, it stands up for himself a little bit here. Does yeah. the right thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it was so lovely having you Thank here. Thank you. This was like such a fun group of chapters with especially what just happened in the book with mm-hmm. the human city and everything, what's coming with everything 
you know, the cliffhanger and where everything is leaving off with Reese. I had the best time. Thanks Yay. for having me. You were such a good guest. I went on all the time. It was so Whenever good. Whenever we have guests on, I'm like, why am I speaking? These people have, are so much more like, dude, they put so much more thought dude, into it. It is so crazy. <laughs> like, I mean, you gave us a whole psychology lesson and I was... I feel like every time we have someone come on, they just like mic drop on us. And yes. I'm like, are, should every, we be hosting this? Every, t- every single time I'm like, whoa. That was really <laughs> profound. Like, so profound. Shit, I'll be going on a walk tomorrow. But that was very autumn court of you. You know, you're yeah. always learning and growing. Thank I you. love it. Yeah. I love it's it. Thank you for imparting yeah. your wisdom on us. <laughs> um, well, join us next. Oh my God, next episode. For chapters 47 through 49. These are some of the good ones. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Should I wait? Fuck. Okay, I'm probably going to wait. When are we recording again? Well, I'm gone for 10 days, so. Me too. <laughs> um, so, August, week of August 1st. We'll be wait, you're staying with me the week of August 1st. Let's yeah. record every day. <laughs> but yeah, next episode, 47 through 49. Those ones are really good. They're really good. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at gals on topic and follow us on TikTok at gals on topic. Oh, I have a really good TikTok in the pipeline that I need to post. That reminds me. And then also, um, like, and subscribe, follow on Spotify and Apple podcasts and yeah, leave us a comment. I love the comments. I was about to say, leave a comment. Okay, <laughs> leave a comment. Throw that out there. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. bye. bye.